I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The demolition of the old span of this Potomac crossing should be halted. I'm Mike Marilla. Heads up, youth in Prince George's County. I will be extending the curfew. In Largo, I'm John Doman. Not many people have had a chance to ride a metro train to Dulles. We'll talk to someone who has. It's midnight. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden says if a recession comes, it won't be severe. We have done more. We're in a better position than any other major country in the world economically and politically. We are, we still have real problems, but we look, 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 what we've, look what we got done. He spoke to CNN. Should the West do more to help Ukraine defend against an onslaught of Russian missiles? CBS's Nancy Cordes has that from the White House. The latest wave of civilian casualties in Ukraine is setting off alarm bells in Washington. Republican Senator Jim Risch called Russia a terrorist state committing acts of genocide and urged the Biden administration to do more to defend Ukraine. The U.S. has already committed more than $16 billion worth of military assistance. Latest promise from the Pentagon? Eight advanced surface-to-air missiles, known as NASAMs, that can shoot down Russian cruise missiles. Leaders of the group of seven nations today condemned the attacks, said they would stand firmly with Ukraine for as long as it takes. Protesters crowded into the Los Angeles City Council chamber today, demanding the resignation of three members who were in a meeting where the council president used racist language. More from CBS's Mark Strassman. They came in outraged. Shame on you. United Shame. against their elected dividers. You are a disgrace. A moment of backroom bigotry captured on a leaked tape. Three Los Angeles City Council members, all Latino Democrats, led by Councilwoman Nuri Martinez. I see a lot of little short, dark people here. Hateful comments fired in all directions, and no one pushed back. A panel of medical experts is recommending for the first time that primary care doctors screen all children ages 8 to 18 for anxiety and all adolescents ages 12 to 18 for depression. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Certainly the idea that identifying anxiety and depression at an early age means that intervention can be earlier and hopefully can prevent some of the ramifications that could be associated longer term with these disorders. The New York Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 4-1 to Tuesday night in their American League Division Series Open. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees the inimitable John Sterling with a call on the Yankees radio network. The Yankees have won six straight postseason games against Cleveland, dating back to 20, the 2017 Division Series when they came back from a two-games-to-none deficit. The Dow closed up slightly Tuesday. The S&P 500 down more than half a percent. NASDAQ off more than one percent. This is CBS News. Fall into savings at Closet America. Receive 30% off plus free installations on all organization systems. That's 30% off on custom-built closets, mudrooms, home offices, pantries, garages, and more. From inspiration to installation, we combine state-of-the-art technology with the highest levels of craftsmanship to create custom-designed, locally-built organizational solutions for your closets, offices, garages, and more. We're your local custom closet company and solution, putting everything in its place perfectly. Visit closetamerica.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. It's October 12th, 2022. 
It'll be fair, comfortable this overnight early morning. Lows in the 40s and 50s in parts of the region by daybreak. 54 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at as we head into this Wednesday together. A last attempt now to save the old span of the nice Middleton Bridge is where we begin this morning. Save it from destruction has been struck down by a federal judge this week. That means now after a ribbon cutting later today, this Wednesday, the dreams of some to turn it into a path between Charles County, Maryland and King George County, Virginia for cyclists and walkers alike will be dashed. The dismantling comes despite an attempt by several cycling groups to save the old span for recreational use. The court challenge of the demolition, according to those behind it, came after the opening of the new bridge was recently moved to this week from an expected 2023 start. We certainly were very disappointed. David Brinkley's with the Dogren Railroad Heritage Association. He says a federal judge told them they didn't meet the high bar required to stop the bridge from coming down. Now this historic nice bridge will be lost forever and that is such a, 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 a tragedy. In court filings, the state and federal agencies being sued called the plan for the old bridge unworkable, unaffordable, and unsafe. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Maryland Transportation Authority says in a statement this week it appreciates what the court recognized, the facts of the case, and denied the request for a temporary restraining order for the demolition of the old span. WTOP News Time, now 12.05. Environmental groups are suing to stop the Beltway 270 toll lane projects in Montgomery County. The federal suit claims the project is harmful, unnecessary, would increase air pollution and cost drivers millions in new tolls. And the groups say the toll lane still would not address the region's overall traffic problems. The advocacy groups say they're going after Maryland and the Federal Highway Administration here because the environmental review was insufficient and filled with mistakes. The suit also says the project would threaten two nationally significant historic sites. One of them is an African-American cemetery located in Cabin John. WTOP News Time, now 12.05. Metro Silver Line will soon be stopping at six brand new stations, including stops at Dulles International and Loudoun County. While the public is not able just yet to access the new stations, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss recently did make that trip, riding in the same rail car actually as Metro leaders. Tuss says this morning it will be a very convenient ride for travelers going to and from Dallas. From a perspective of a traveler who needs to get from the metro platform over to the main terminal, you're going to get off the train, go down a set of escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal. Should take about five to six minutes. That's if you're not walking on the moving walkway, so it could be even quicker than that. Once we learn the exact date for those new Silver Line stations, we'll let you know here at WTOP. WTOP News Time now 12.06. Stricter enforcement of the teen curfew locally in Prince George's County will continue. County leaders say this morning there's been a noticeable drop, they think, in crime over the last month. So they're extending enforcement until at least the end of this year. They didn't say it then, and they aren't saying now that the curfew is directly related to the drop in crime. This is not mission accomplished. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. We had a 59% decline in carjackings. Um, between those curfew hours gives us information to say that there is a connection. Uh, but after 30 days, I think all of us would agree it's probably premature. But county leaders say overall violent crime did drop noticeably, especially during the hours of the curfew. Coupled with engaged parental 
involvement. Police Chief Malik Aziz says a behavior was changed. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. When buying and selling a home, there is no need to stress. Be confident. This is Dave Johnson. And believe me, you can be confident with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Jennifer and her team, the marketing approach gave me confidence, sold my home in days with multiple offers, and Jennifer's guaranteed sale program. That can give you confidence to go ahead and make an offer on a new home without fear of getting stuck with two mortgages. Because Jennifer can guarantee to sell your home at price and deadline you agree to, or she'll buy it herself. So go ahead, connect with Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7-365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments this midnight hour, Wednesday morning, October 12th on WTOP. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It's 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Good weather on the eights and when it breaks over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Right, we've had some uh, uh, sort of a discrepant information, let's call it. Uh, uh, Maryland State Highways was reporting a crash southbound 210 between Kirby Hill Road and Palmer Road, but it appears that the crash is going to be northbound uh, between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road with all northbound lanes stopped as a result of the crash. Still waiting on word from hopefully from folks at the front of the line. Now, elsewhere in Maryland, 70 eastbound, east of I-270, long-standing crash involving an overturned tractor-trailer from yesterday afternoon. That has finally been wrapped up and cleared, and all lanes have been reopened. In the district, DC-295 northbound, just north of Benning Road. All traffic stopped there as a result of a crash. It sounds like uh, folks are being diverted to Benning Road, so you can ride the service roadway and rejoin 295 via Eastern Avenue, so just keep that in mind. 95 northbound in Maryland between I-195 and the Baltimore Beltway. Two left lanes past the work zone. Keep in mind the ramp to the outer loop of the Baltimore Beltway is closed. The ramp to the inner loop remains open. 270 northbound near 85 Bucky's Town Pike. Single right lane gets you by the work there. Southbound 95 between Route 630 Stafford and the Centerport Parkway. Single left lane past the construction. Heads up for delays there. 66 eastbound between Nutley Street and the Beltway. You're down to a single right lane. The off-ramp to the inner loop is closed. The ramp to the outer loop is open but narrowed to a single right lane. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the weather for you as we make our way through the next couple of days. Your Wednesday still looking pretty nice. And the last day before we see some rain. But no rain Wednesday, even though we'll have a lot of cloud cover. Going for highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. I'm going 72 in the city. As you make your way into the day on Tuesday, a cold front moves our way. Gives us a good chance for rain most of the day. Some of that could be on the heavy side. Maybe even a couple of thunderstorms with a high in the upper 60s to around 70. Clearing out and better on Friday. Cooler, but highs in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 55 in Rockville, 52 in Ashburn. We're at 53 in District Heights. Midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12th, 2022. We are up a degree to 55 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTLP at 1211. Latest on the war next this morning. Scammers are getting smarter. It's not just phone calls from suspicious numbers. It's also texts and emails made to look like they're from your bank. And now they're using popular payment apps to try and scam you. I'm Rob Nichols, president and CEO of the American Bankers Association. We've got great tips to help you spot scams, fight fraud, and protect your money. 
You can even play your way to safety with our video game, Scam City. Go to banksneverasksthat.com. That's banksneverasksthat.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Have you been hit with a crippling cyber attack that stemmed from a third-party vendor? Executive Order 14028 calls for changes in cyber supply chain risk management to help agencies work with vendors more securely. Risk Recon, a MasterCard company, gives you the visibility to understand and act on risk in your cyber supply chain, giving you the clarity you need to do business with vendors who meet all compliance standards. Don't wait. Learn more today at riskrecon.com. This is WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, October 12th, 2022, where the time now is 12-12. Glad you're with us. Latest now on the war between Ukraine and Russia. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine this week, a day after strikes that killed at least 19 G7 leaders meeting this week, promising Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. As the G7 meeting actually was taking place, Ukraine was at the same time again being hammered by dozens of Russian missiles. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green Tuesday morning brings us up to date. A missile flew over his house. It's a very distinct sound, and you instantly understand that uh, the danger is right here. And Yuri Sack, advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense. It was a sound which lasted half a second, and then the next second there was an explosion. And that explosion in central Kiev, it actually happened less than one kilometer from, from my apartment. It was a bit of a wake-up call. He was literally awakened by the missile, but he says it's also a reminder. You know, we've had air raid sirens, yes, pretty regularly, but we didn't have any missile strikes. He said he and his fellow Ukrainians are motivated and resolute, and a sign of that resolve appeared street with a big crater left behind by a missile was completely filled and paved over and Ukrainians were going about their business. JJ, there was some positive news about Ukrainian POWs, so tell us about that. Yeah, Ukraine says 32 of its soldiers, Hillary, have been freed and the body of an Israeli citizen who fought for Ukraine has been returned in a prisoner swap with Russia. According to Andrei Yermak, who is the head of the president's office, said that another exchange of prisoners took place and that this had uh, essentially moved forward. And they're hoping to get more people freed in these swaps in coming weeks and days. He said all of the soldiers had been in places where fierce fighting was going on, and some of them had actually been considered missing. So these soldiers, he said, are undergoing medical examinations and are going to be reunited with their families. With the latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. Talking with Sean and Hillary, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone? Then you have one-touch access to the WTOP live stream. 50 trying to head toward the westbound. Traffic reports, podcasts, this podcast has allowed us to and more. Orchestra. Check it out today. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Well, 15 indeed sports time on your Wednesday morning. Our first midnight hit with Mr. Rob Woodward. Long day of playoff baseball uh, continues in Los Angeles. The Dodgers in front of the Padres by a score of 5-3. to three. This now in the bottom of the sixth inning out west the Padres uh, keeping this game close with a three-run fifth inning 
our old friend Trey Turner uh, hit a first-inning home run for the Dodgers to spark their uh, early scoring run. The Phillies opened this day uh, about 12 hours ago by beating the uh, Braves 7-6 to in the other NLDS Game 1. In the American League, the Yankees get a strong start from Garrett Cole and a 4-1 win over the Guardians. In uh, the talk of the day, though, Houston, the Astros come back from four runs down in the eighth. They stun the Mariners 8-7. to Jordan Alvarez, three-run walk-off homer. He is only the second player in postseason history to hit a walk-off home run with his team down to its last out. The Washington Commanders tried to squash another controversy before heading to Chicago. Ron Rivera apologized for Monday's stunning remarks about the quarterback play. I had an opportunity to speak to the players, and I was very, you know, up front and just told them, hey, that's on me. I should know better. Me of all people should know better, to be honest. I mean, I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. Yeah, the quarterback, Carson Wentz, says it's all good, Coach. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, and what he meant by it all. So I feel very confident in that. Okay, so now you're going to go beat the Bears, right? Wentz limited at practice with a right shoulder. He is expected to go Thursday nights. The Ravens' Marcus Williams will not play for at least four weeks. He's on injured reserve with a dislocated wrist. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. 1217 on WTOP. And the top stories we're following for you this midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek on TOP. President Joe Biden says this morning a slight recession is possible, but he doesn't think, he says, that it will actually happen. In that, he is a disagreement, has in, in that disagreement that he has with major investment banks and economic experts because they think the opposite, some of whom believe we're already, they say, in a recession. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine a day after strikes that killed at least 19 G7 leaders. Meeting this week have promised now that Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. Sad news from the entertainment world this morning. Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up the heels, her heels, in the Broadway musicals Mame and Gypsy, played a communist agent in the film The uh, Manchurian Candidate, and solved endless murders, of course, as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running TV series Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in the minutes ahead. Wednesday morning, October 12th, where the time now is 12.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. We got a report from the front line, DC 295, northbound north of Benning Road. The crash completely wrapped up and cleared, and delays have quickly eased there. Good news. Uh, the crash is indeed northbound 210 between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road for the moment. All traffic stopped at the scene of that crash. Now, there had been a scheduled work zone in that same stretch, so curious to know whether or not that work zone played a part or if someone uh, unfortunately got into that work zone and caused the accident. So we're still waiting on firm word. But again, 210 northbound, I uh, believe you're going to be diverted at Palmer Road, so you can go no further as a result of the crash cleanup. Now, if you're traveling on the Maryland Beltway, just the one work zone in a loop between Rockville Pike and Connecticut Avenue, two lanes to the right get you by. Virginia Beltway, that's a different story. In a loop, heavy and slow through the work between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, single left lane gets you by. The ramps to both eastbound and westbound 66 are closed. You're diverted up to Route 7. Then on the inner loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, bridge deck work, two right lanes get you by. Outer loop between the Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike, two left lanes get you by there as well. And keep in mind the exit ramp that takes you toward the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike again narrowed as part of that work zone. 
Now, if you're traveling on 95 in Virginia, southbound between Route 630 Stafford and the interchange for Centerport Parkway, again, single file to left gets you through the work zone. Have not heard if they've done any stoppages as of yet, but that is definitely a thing for the next few hours. So just keep that in mind. Route 1 down the Centerport Parkway puts you back on 95 South beyond any of the work zone or any of the associated delays. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Your Wednesday looking like the last really nice day before we see that rain move in on Thursday, but not all bad. You're, you've got plenty of cloud cover during the day on Wednesday. Highs in the upper 60s to low 70s, but still pretty nice. On Thursday, it's umbrellas and jackets. Highs in the upper 60s to around 70 degrees, but feeling cooler later in, later in the afternoon. Could be some heavy rain associated with this storm, too. Upwards of an inch in some locations. On Friday, look for temperatures back into the 60s with sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 53 Upper Marlboro, 52 in Centerville, 56 degrees now in our nation's capital, having gone up a degree midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12th, 2022. This check this morning brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1220. Good morning. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veryheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veryheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. You're with WTOP. Engage with innovators, visionaries, and partners in an action-packed day devoted to the possibilities that emerge when government and technology work together. Attend Appian Government 2022 on November 2nd to learn how you can use low-code to empower your workforce, enhance citizen engagement, and reimagine service delivery. Register today at appiangovernment.com. Appiangovernment.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1222. Good morning. Glad you're with us this early hour. Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tupperville is facing a backlash this week over recent comments during a rally with former President Trump in show in Nevada. Tupperville spent part of that speech criticizing Democrats. They're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. His comments are part of a broader critique in the final weeks before the November 8th election when control of Congress is at stake about how Democrats have responded to rising crime rates. But critics say Tupperville's remarks actually about reparations played into racist stereotypes about black people committing crimes. This morning, Jennifer Kobina-Dungy, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University with her take 
and reaction when first hearing that part of his speech. You know, my initial reactions when I heard it, it was certainly one of disgust. When we talk about reparations, this is commonly associated with Black Americans being compensated for centuries of slavery. So it's about compensating Black Americans who are the descendants of enslaved people for the inhumane suffering of their ancestors. And so Senator Tuberville's remarks equating reparations with people who commit crimes is not only ignorant, but it's a racist comment. The senator ultimately was suggesting that descendants of black slaves are criminals. So ultimately he was calling all black people criminals. Uh, and I will say, you know, it's well established in the literature that Americans, uh, particularly uh, white individuals, strongly tend to associate criminal activity with race and race with criminal activity. That is, more specifically, Blacks are generally characterized and perceived as being aggressive, hostile, criminal, and violent. And so the senator's comment was directed to white voters and trying to evoke these preconceived notions that Black people are the ones responsible for crime. Thus, if they are the ones who are responsible for committing crimes, then they're not deserving of anything else, let alone reparations. Who is committing most of the crimes in our country? There's a ton of research that shows that the public does tend to overestimate the proportion of crimes committed by black people. But according to the FBI's data that was released in December 2021, so less than a year ago, there was more than 7 million people who were known by law enforcement to engage in criminal activity. Of those who offended, more than half, 51% were white, 30% were black, and 2% were of other races. And then the race was unknown for about 17% of these reported known offenses. So I just wanted to really highlight, based upon the FBI's data, we see that 51%, the majority of people who actually engage in crimes are actually white, right? But there, again, there is this perception that black individuals are the ones who are more likely to engage in criminal activity. That's Jennifer Kobina Dunji, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Where the time now is 12.25, Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55 on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Sellers have been in control on Wall Street for about a week, with investors worried about inflation, interest rates, and a possible economic slowdown. Stocks were mostly lower yesterday, with only the Dow managing a narrow gain. The S&P's loss was its fifth in a row. Investors later this morning will get the first of two inflation reports coming out this week. The government's producer price index, which measures wholesale inflation, is expected to show an 8.4% increase in September versus a year ago, down from an 8.7% jump in August. The consumer price index is due tomorrow. Uber, Lyft, and other gig economy companies are seeing a threat to their business models from the Biden administration. The White House is proposing a change in federal rules that determine when workers should